Welcome back, everybody. I'm Adam Hergenrother, joined by my chief of staff, Holly Warner. This is Business Meets Spirituality, where we believe in personal growth through business success. And we're going to talk about that concept today through frustrations and through all of what life brings to us, um, which essentially is life holding up a mirror and asking you to look in the mirror and asking you to work on the events that are unfolding for you. And if there's a time to have this conversation, it is now. Right. There are a lot of a lot of frustrations and a lot of events unfolding. There are a lot of events unfolding that are out of our control. Right. And so when we're out of our control, to an extent, like government control, like you just like when they shut down your business or they shut, like cancel your airline because there's no flights flying. Or all the restaurants where you All the restaurants close, right? Go out to eat because you don't know how to cook. Yeah. Or if your office shuts down and you, <laughs> you have to cook. <laughs> um you know, or when your office shuts down and you have to work from home the majority of the time and all of the frustrations when the school shuts down mm. and all of a sudden you now have one, two, three, four, five kids that you're now homeschooling. But are still expected to work full time, homeschool children. I don't, I do not know how some people are. And you have a dog it. and you know, right. I mean, my, my problems are <laughs> very minor compared to a lot of people. You know, and it's, well, they, well, everyone's problems are minor compared to something. Yes. Right. It's so all it's just, relative. But we yeah. all are going through our own experience yes. with the lessons that need to be shown to us, which is why we're having the, the conversations. So where do frustrations come from? Because we've, we've sensed that a lot from people. Just, I'm just really frustrated. Well, you're, frust- you're frustrated because you, you're not in control. You're, first of all, you're never in control, but you have an illusionary control or an escape that you can go to distract yourself from your frustrations. So when you go to the office or when you go to um, your normal sense of uh, the normalcy of what, you're nor- what you would do in a, in a given day, you kind of can use that as a distraction. But now all of a sudden when you're forced to deal with all of these other things you know, you have a snow day and it's one day and you're like, wow, that was crazy for a snow day. Talk about two months of it or mm-hmm. six weeks of it. And you're going, man, there's a lot of, I'm, I'm building up some frustration here. Right. And, uh, and, and so when this happens, there's a reason why you're frustrated. And let me, let me explain this from a couple different reasons. I always like to look at this is that when I'm starting to feel frustrated by something, I, I look in the, I say, what is life showing me? What is the lesson that I need to gain from this. Just like we use business as this conduit for personal growth, which personal growth just means there's a lesson when I'm building a business that is teaching me to grow the experience that I'm having here. And we firmly believe, and you and I do, that we're a spiritual being having a minor physical experience. Mm -hmm. So you're a spiritual being having this minor physical experience. You come here as a spiritual being to experience life, right? Well, life experiencing it isn't always this glorious event, at least externally. Mm -hmm. Internally is a different conversation. We're not going to go down that path right now. But externally, there's a lot of things that don't line up to how necessarily you want it or how your mind tells you it should be. Right, because if we really believe that, which we do, we have to embrace all experiences, not just the good ones. Exactly. Yeah. It's just like people love surprises, the surprises they want, right? right? Yeah. You know, surprise of a lawsuit, surprise, right? Yeah. Or, or, you know, and so those things show up, but you have to, they're just, I, I like to use the word, not, they're not problems. I just like to, for me, I've changed my vocabulary, just their events mm-hmm. because it makes me not attached to it. Just an event that's happening. 
whether it's good or bad, it's almost irrelevant because the event's there. <laughs> so now the event's there and the frustration shows up. Now, I will speak from a couple different angles. One is that you are a physical being, so therefore you have limitations on the physical side of things. So when frustration comes in, experience the frustration. It doesn't mean you go, I don't want any frustration. Get this thing away from me because all you're doing is putting fire, fuel on the fire right now. The difference is when the frustration comes in, in the moment that you're feeling frustrated, right? That you're experiencing the frustration, it comes in, you let it go through. If somebody punches you in the face, you can't pretend you don't feel pain. (laughs) You have a physical body, you're going to feel the pain. But once the pain subsides from it no longer feeling like you got punched in the face, you don't hold on to that anymore. You just let that part, that's what you surrender to and you move on to the next moment. Now you can take, make, you take your actions or whatever you need to do in that scenario. The same thing here. The problem is, is the frustration comes in and then it sets off a whole series of events that you're now operating from, from this lower self, lower self because of the initial frustration. So can you give a, us a real life example that you're going through right now of a frustration and how you've what happened and like how you worked through that. Well, even um, the other day I was doing a, a webinar for um, a bunch of people at Keller Williams Realty International. Um, and I don't know, there's thousands of people on there or something along those lines. And, and I was doing it live and I was doing it at my house. And um, my son, who's actually here with me today, was down there and he's smiling right now because he knows what he, he did. He's like, <laughs> daddy, I won't say a word. I promise I won't say a word, right? Yeah, I just said that. And so I'm like, okay, you can sit in there. And so I'm sitting there and I'm, I'm, I'm going live and like a couple minutes into this, all of a sudden he starts making faces at me. He then went and elaborated from the faces and started crawling underneath the table to try to get behind me to get into the image of the video that I was doing. And then he went and his sister, who's three, started coming down and started trying to climb and yell and do all these things. So I'm getting all distracted. I'm trying to be live in this whole thing. And I could sense this whole frustration that he wasn't behaving the way I wanted him to, mm-hmm. even though I knew from the beginning he wouldn't it wasn't do that anyways, work, yeah. right? <laughs> so I started feeling this frustration. And so in that moment, I'm live. I'm still trying to talk and make sense, which I don't even know if I was. Um, and trying to, I'm trying to like on the camera, like trying to push them with my hand away so the camera wouldn't see it um, because they were, were doing all this thing. And I just, and, and in that moment, like you could feel the frustration, it was there. But the minute he kind of walked away, you just let it go. The frustration was no longer there and I got back into my rhythm. So it's okay to experience the frustration while it's happening. Kind of like the same example of somebody slaps you or punches you in the face, you're going to feel it. You're going to feel the frustration. The difference is, is do you have a secondary thought from it? And I think from the what you were talking about in the beginning is that sometimes those frustrations hold up a mirror. So like for you, what was the what was the mirror there and what was the lesson? Yeah, you know, there's there's the lesson of the mirror that's there of like why am I really being frustrated? And then it goes back to, well, I'm not gonna do a good job, right? Can I not make sense? How is that being viewed? Right. Mm-hmm. So then if I'm not being viewed as somebody that can put together a sentence, then why am I even on here? And then that can, those thoughts can go down all that way. And as you start to kind of trickle down that, that, that thing, you, you realize you can go, well, it's just an event unfolding in front of me. Therefore, when the frustration comes in, if you don't allow it to take you down that rabbit hole that you just asked me to, right? Like if I didn't, there is bigger lessons. And for me, that wasn't a, a huge lesson. It was more of just giving an example of, I'll give you some bigger lessons, but there were some examples of just the frustration came in mm-hmm. and while it was happening, it's okay to experience that. It's like when people sometimes say to me, it's like, well, what if I was going through a, um, you know, somebody close to me died. Like, am I supposed to be like, just really happy? No, that's weird. <laughs> You're not supposed to be happy. There's a difference between inner peace and happiness, mm-hmm. right? There's a difference between accepting reality. While you're mourning, it's okay to experience mourning. In fact, that's the whole point of your human experience, to experience is to experience emotions. that emotions. Yeah. The difference is, is does the emotion 
come over you to a point where now you're acting in accordance with that emotion. You become the emotion. And you become it. And then you become it. And then you've lost control. Now you're missing the entire experience. It's like, you know, if somebody, if you order a meal and somebody brings you the meal, but you never eat the meal, you haven't really got the experience. So you have to eat the meal that's in front of you and you have the experience. But the minute you're done eating the meal, you're done with the meal. It's no longer, you're not like sitting there remembering how wonderful the meal was because now you've lost it. You're now out of the present moment. Mm -hmm. And so when you're doing this, when you're in the experience, feel the experience, no matter what you're doing. You're going to feel the human experience, whether that's, and that's just a range of emotions. That's going to range from dealing with illness and death to, you know, some marriage or relationship time that you have, whatever it is, you're gonna have all these different range of experiences, experience all of them. The difference is, is you can't become the experience on the, on the positive side or the negative side. If you want to put it into that frame of reference, because the minute you do, you're missing the lesson that's there, or you're missing the depth of the experience. You initially had the experience, right? Just like this. If you're sitting there and you looked out and you saw a bird flying, the bird fly. Wow, there's the experience. I'm watching the experience of the bird fly. How often do you sit back and go, man, that bird, are you kidding me? Flew through the sky like that? I can't believe it would do that. What a nerve it would come this close to the building. And I just No, but I feel like but too often people do the opposite, which is that was such a beautiful bird and... Um, oh, it's such a beautiful day outside, and oh, wouldn't it be nice to be able to fly free like that bird? Except, so either way is either exactly way. right. Yeah. Well, that's the whole point. It doesn't matter if it's on the negative side or the positive side in that context. Either way, you're now taking yourself out of the next moment because you're no longer neutral in the next moment because now you're thinking how beautiful the bird was. Now you want the next moment to be a beautiful bird and therefore messes up your experience. And think about how many, it's like if you have a, um, a, a TV screen and the first image comes in, you see it clearly. Well, what happened? Where did, first of all, where'd the image go? You ever think about that on a TV? Like where'd the image actually go? Like, you know, cause like every two or three seconds it slides to a different image, right? Where'd the image go? I've never thought about I know, that but I'm just, when I, was, when, I was, when I was listening, I was watching this, I was like, well, this is a very similar concept to life because the image comes in, it's on your screen. Imagine if the image didn't go anywhere. Then the next image comes in. Then the next image comes in. And the next image, and each one of them didn't leave. How clear would that image be? right? It wouldn't be clear at all. Then all of a sudden, imagine adding billions of those moments on there. And that's what people do. And that's why people live their mind because they're no, and that's why the depth of experience is you're not seeing. So as you start to remove the screens, every time you remove one that's been stored in there, it becomes clearer. It becomes just a little clearer then a little clearer. And finally you get down to the last one where you can actually experience everything. And so that's what happens is when you put all these experiences, you just, you keep stopping the frame, and you, and you try to, on the positive or negative side, oh my God, I can't let go of that. Just like the bird is so amazing. I just need to hold on to that moment. You've missed the moment now. Or it's like with sunsets, you know, for, and here's the thing for this, I try to put myself in this position. When you see something that's just, today I was out for a run and it was early in the morning and the sun just came up and hit the mountains. And for probably a minute, I was just in the moment of looking at the mountains. And then my mind goes, oh, that's really beautiful. I, go, I was like, thanks for telling me mind, right? Like, mm-hmm. and then it took me out of the moment. Because now I'm thinking, oh, I should stop and take a photo. I'm like, no, now I'm starting to now not no longer be in the experience. And so I'm just, so for a lot of you though, the initial part of it, like you see something, the bird or the sunset or a person, you get caught in that. Now you're in the experience. Then instantly the mind jumps in and says, where are you going, buddy? I need to control you. That's actually the ego hijacking the mind saying, you know, no, let me narrate this for you. 
Let me tell you why it's nice. Let me tell you why it's not nice. Let me tell you why it needs to be the way it is. Then you just get addicted to that. So is that what is that what's happening with frust- when frustrations come in? Exactly. The fr- <laughs> thanks for pulling back on. Right, there's no frustration comes in there. It's saying, hey, you're being frustrated. Here's the physical experience. Okay, accept that. Then the second one though is when you start feeling the emotion, becoming the emotion. It's saying there's something inside you that's not okay. That's why you're feeling frustrated in the first place. So what do I need to do to do this work? Yeah, I was gonna say I think that those are if we if you can separate or you can just like create that space or or like have that awareness. It's such, those frustrations are such a great signpost for personal growth. Yes, they are. Yeah, they, they're the best. They're the best ones because you came here for the experience of life. Life is now giving you an experience. And, and life is not supposed to be suffering because of the experience. You just don't like the experience that you have because, um, and that's what makes you frustrating. You're not liking the fact that you're having to sit there and have to manage work, have to manage kids, <clears throat> have to clean the house and do all these different things right now. You've decided that you don't like that. Right, or- That's why the frustration comes in the first place. Yeah, right. So, or I'm thinking, or is that frustration there because it's, it's, show, it's giving the person a lesson that they need to- learn. It is. And so when you've decided that you didn't like that, so now the frustration comes in. Now you sit with the frustration. Because remember, the only way you can heal the frustration or anger or resentment or any of that stuff is in the actual moment. The minute you get lost in the emotion, you can't do any healing of it. You just can't. It's just you have to stay in the moment to actually do it. It's the only place you can actually sit with it. So when the frustration comes in, you go, well, why am I feeling frustrated now? What is wrong with my kids running? You know, what is wrong with my kids wanting to play with me right now? right? What is wrong with me, you know, trying to get some work done and doing all this stuff? What is causing me this frustration? That's the lesson you want to take. And what you'll find out is, okay, well, I can't get my work done. Then why can't you, what's wrong with that? Right? And I'm not saying that you don't take action from that, right? Then you may have to say, well, I'm going to be considered a failure or I'm not going to consider to be able to do these things. There's always a lower trace. Then you say, okay, then you can, then you can actually take action from that, right? Because then you can go, okay, maybe I should connect with my employer, let them know that I'm having some difficult time right now, and just say, hey, I can probably only give three hours a day right now, or whatever that right. is. Just, so that could be, I'm just thinking that could be, a, that's a great lesson in that that person maybe needed to have in direct communication. Yes. Or, yeah. you know, whatever. Exactly. And all of these different things, right? Well, for me, I, I use that because it was part of it. I was trying to do work and then my kids kept wanting to play with me. And I, get, I started feeling frustrated. And mm-hmm. I said, well, what is wrong with me right now? What is, what is wrong for me to feel this frustration for my kids wanting to actually play with me? <laughs> like, what is wrong with that? What is wrong with me that causes that frustration? And what did you discover? Well, the ultimate answer, well, the ultimate answer is I'm just not okay. I wasn't okay with it being in that moment because I wanted the moment to be different than what it is. Mm. Instead of saying, it doesn't mean that you have to say yes to your kids. I'm not saying that. What I'm saying is when them asking you, why did you get frustrated for them asking you? And that was what I went deeper on. And I said, well, they said, because I'm not okay with what's happening right now because I want it to be something different. And that's me imposing mental imagery on how I want life to be. And so then you step back and say, okay, well, you know what? I'm not going to play with you right now. I'm going to set the timer for 30 minutes and I'm going to do this work. And after 30 minutes, you've got my time. There's a, that's how you respond to that. It doesn't mean you have to, you get up and just say, I'm going to surrender and everybody that wants my time. I'm just going to say yes to No, no, no. You can say a very conscious no. <laughs> you can say no without any negative energy attached to it. But if you're frustrated and your kids are trying to detect you, guess what you do? Get away from it. No, I can't believe this. You need to go do this. You just, you now lose control, mm-hmm. right? Or even with your dog, right? Sometimes when you're, when you're, I know you're dealing with your yes. wonderful 
dog right now. I want to talk about that. Yes. But like, it's so frustrating. (laughs) (laughs) But it's like, you know, when you're, when you're doing that, there's obviously lessons there that you can talk about. But at the same point, like when you respond to the frustration, you're now responding to the situation with the lowest part of you. Yeah. Instead of saying, okay, I accepted the frustration. Now I'm going to move on that. You've ever seen like, um, you know, Eckhart Tolle in the, in the book power of now, which I think came out in 1999, which is pretty interesting to think about. Um, he talks about two ducks and he said he observed this in, in the early ni- in the late 1990s. And this was a big moment for him where he said two ducks fought and they were fighting and then over food. Cause he threw some bread in the pond. The minute they were done fighting and the thing was there, they each went their separate ways. They flapped their wings vigorously and then came back together. And what they were doing was in the moment they were fighting, they were fighting and they had energy built up. They both went their separate ways. They flapped their wings to get released the energy that was just built up and they came back together like nothing was going wrong. Mm-hmm. And so they just didn't have the, the mind to so now- So how does that translate to humans? Well, it's because, well, a du- well part of it is, is that a duck doesn't have the mind to get occupied to keep the frustration that keeps you in the past or in the future. Right, and starts making up a story about that other exactly. person. Or and then the next duck thing or, you know, you're yeah. spending two days about why you're frustrated with all this stuff. Right. Yeah. You know, even right now, like there's, I, I keep seeing, e- um, not emails, but just articles about domestic violence with kids and with people because everyone's cooped up together and they can't handle themselves. Mm. And that's a problem. Again, so it's, it's, and that's a terrible problem to have, right? But we all are experiencing some level of that at some point, right? And so when you're going through, whether you're by yourself or you have kids or not, there's some level of experience. Even somebody sent me an email yesterday night that said, you know, they, they love working from home. And they're like, yesterday was the first time I got really frustrated from working from home. And it was somebody was blowing their leaves and my dogs were barking and all, all these things were going on. Again, it's that lesson that says, okay, what, what's triggering me right now? And so life's always this mirror. And we're using frustration, but it can be anger. It can be jealousy. It can be any of these things. Do you, if, from listening to you, it sounds like it's almost like the, the, the lesson is the same every time, but I, I don't, is that true? I mean, I feel like the lesson is would, is different for different people depending on the situation or is the lesson always just you need to let go? How the lesson comes about is different. So the, the proxy that it uses or the conduit that it use life uses to show you is going to be different for everybody. Some people are going to be, you know, the most caring people in the world, right? And that, and there's going to be, that's who they are. And there's going to be lessons by caring with people, right? Maybe that's money related. Right. I was going to say, or they might need to learn how to set some boundaries or take care of themselves better before taking care of others. Yeah. That's exactly right. And then, okay. you know, when you're using business as a conduit, you could get an achiever status and that can be your own shingle that you're hanging because look, I'm an, I'm an achiever. That's fine if you want to go build, right? And you're naturally... Everybody that comes in as a spiritual being is taking some sort of behavioral type that causes you to want to go out there and do more. It doesn't, it doesn't mean you who's in there, just you have kind of have a different kind of karmic activity that you're bringing here. Some people are very into business. Some people are, could care less about business, right? Either way, it doesn't matter. It just, life doesn't care. It just happened. That's just what you happen to be. And so when you're doing this, then you're going through, then building a business shows, that's why we business condo for personal growth because it gives you all of these lessons to you that life is giving to you. It doesn't matter what, if you're a school teacher, it's going to give you a different lesson, mm-hmm. right? The lesson is different in terms of how it shows up, but the core of it is always the same of why is this triggering me? Why is the frustration or anger or jealousy or what's happening in here that I don't feel whole and complete, that I don't feel that I have this energy of excitement, enthusiasm at all times for this. 
So we, so you are saying the lesson is always the same. The underlying condition of the lesson is universal because there's always a lesson for us to take. So the lesson is working on ourselves. So from that angle, but if you're everybody saying, has to work on something different. Exactly, That's what you're saying. Okay. Exactly. Yeah. The lesson is always, I need to work on myself. Yes. Right. I can work. Actually, even, um, uh, the Buddha, um, it wasn't the Buddha, but he tells the story about how, uh, I think it was Ramani Maharshi who became enlightened and he had this first, he had, when I say enlightened, I don't use that word lightly. I mean, his state of being is now enlightened. And he came down to his teacher, the minute he came back from this, and I forget how the whole story unfolds, but he came back from this amazing experience and he's now in the experience. He's now, his state of being there. The first thing he did is when he came back, his teacher gave him a broom. Said, now you have another experience. Mm. And so it was never like, hey, you get it and now just go float around. He goes, no, get to work. Now there's another experience for you. Mm -hmm. Another lesson for you here. Let's not stop here. Another layer. Exactly. Yeah. There's always another layer. Which are just, and everybody's in, on a different playing spot a on different those place. Layers, in those layers. Yeah, yeah, and then there's the deep conversation that, you know, it's more theory, but I, I, it's one I subscribe to is that you've come here many times, and the more times you come here and the more you work on yourselves, the more you can reach higher states while you're here, right? And But everyone's playing in a different state. So you can maybe only be able to evolve yourself to a certain level this lifetime. Right. right. But yet it's all personal growth, but everyone's personal growth is, exactly. is different. That's exactly right. So life is giving you this mirror right now. It's a forced mirror to look at your finances, to look at what you're spending, to look at your frustrations, to look at your, your relationships with people. Am I in this relationship to, at a convenience or together with the kids? Or am I, am I here to share everything that I'm doing right now? Or are we here for other reasons? It's just a good time because life is putting that mirror up and you can reject it and get into anger or staying these emotions. Or refuse to look at it. And or look refuse at it. to look, look at it and, and suppress it even more and right. go to alcohol or other thing else that you want to. And, uh, or you can look in the mirror and say, I'm going to sit with this. I'm going to sit with this. And sit with just means it comes in, I can handle this. You know, one of the interesting things, kind of a side step is one of the, the phases as you're kind of working on yourself in this personal growth mode is you, you, you start to, the first phase is you have this kind of awakening, is not really the right word, but it's like you just all of a sudden there's something jammed in there and you go, huh, my entire way of thinking has now just been disrupted. Then you can start to see this path that I'm not this energy, I'm not this, this ego, I'm here. But yet what happens for a long period of time is you see the truth but you can't actually do it. It's like the thought's there and you know you shouldn't be doing it, but you're still acting it out. And for, for years, you can stay in this phase where it's like, I had this awakening and it was an awakening. You're not awoken. It's right. a difference. It's like an aware, it's like an awareness. Yeah. Like you've, you've awoken. You just happen to see, it's like if you all, you just see something different, but you're not living the difference yet because you haven't reached that furthest state that, that many people have, but not many to that level of state that you're walking around in the constant state of ecstasy, right? Of nirvana. So when you, but you have this, you kind of in this phase and it can last for years where it's like you, you know the truth yet, you know, you shouldn't be listening to your mind, but yet you're listening to your mind. And it's, well, it's like that intellectual understanding that maybe that you talk about sometimes versus the visceral feeling. Yeah. Knowing. Yeah. You kind of have this, you know, the, the, like, like if I say like, you know, put your consciousness on your feet or your hands, you can feel it. There's just like this knowing sense there, but yet you're still so, you're so caught up in being in the preferred method of listening to your mind that you can't stop it, mm -hmm. but you know, it's not there. 
And then what will happen is over time, as you sit with that more and more, it starts to fade. The energy starts to fade. So when the frustration comes in there, maybe it takes you to a 10 instantly. But as you sit with it more and work on your personal growth, as the life showing up in this mirror more and more and more, maybe then it instantly brings you to a nine. And then six months later, it brings you to a seven. And six months later, it brings you to a four. And then all of a sudden, you start to get to a point where you go, hey, man, this isn't going to control me anymore. I'm not actually going to be, I'm maybe not going to Maybe you don't even live. get frustrated by it at all. Well, you, you may have the initial frustration. Okay. Right? And it's kind of like this, people think that people that are very enlightened never feel frustrated. And if you actually talk to them, it's just not true. Well, I just mean that that particular thing might not Yes, that thing may not frustrate you well, anymore. Yeah, like small yeah. things may not frustrate you anymore. Right. Like the weather, right? You want it to be with the weather, not do anything. But bigger things will still be coming up. Sure, yeah. Because, because, because once you reach a certain point where nothing ever frustrates you to any level at all, I'm not sure you ever even come back here. <laughs> just different things. But like at some point, like you just, when you do it and, and somebody said, they're like, well, how do I know when I'm lightened when you stop asking the question? Mm. Because once you just don't need to ask the question anymore. Right. You, you don't even need are. to talk. You just, just are. It, yeah. You just are. It's just like your state of being. Right. And that's just how you are. So life is showing you a mirror. It's being held up to you right now. What is the lesson that you need to take away? Right. What is the lesson you can put with it? And how can you sit with it? And as you sit with the lesson, how can you, you know, I gave this example um, in an email, right, where I basically said, you know, there was some frustration going on, um, at home. And I said, it's, it's similar to like, you have a young child, maybe, you know, less than a year, or 18 months old. And when the frustration comes in and the anger, the emotion shows up, most people just try to throw it away or try to suppress it. It would be like your child crying. A mother doesn't just not listen to the child ignore crying. It, yeah. You don't just ignore it and pretend it'll go away for the most part. Right. Um, what you do is you go and you sit with the child and you rock the child. As you're rocking the child, what does the child ultimately do? Stops crying. crying. So you sit with it. You don't pretend it's not there. You don't try to shove it away. You don't try to push it away. You don't leave the house. <laughs> you don't do any of that. That's all operating from the lower self. You actually walk directly into the room with it. That's what I mean by sitting with it. You walk, mm -hmm. you can feel yourself walking right in with the energy, with the emotion, just like you're sitting with your child. You grab it. You know it's there, you're seeing it, you're holding it, and you're sitting with it. And as you, the more you sit with it, it just dissolves. Mm. It's like a cloud just starts to go away. You can feel it. And the energy all of a sudden is just gone. And the coolest thing is once you really work on these and these life's showing these lessons for you, they're gone forever. They literally evaporate. They don't come back. Now, it may come back, something may come back more and more and more, and you have to keep sitting with it. But at some point, if you sit with it long enough, it just is gone. And there's no longer, one of the, the coolest things people can do in their entire lives, and what I believe, what the definition of personal growth is, is when something that used to bother you, maybe it was somebody crossing the road, maybe it was bikers. <laughs> cyclists. <laughs> yeah, yes, cyclists on the, the road. On the very narrow roads in Vermont. Yes. Yeah. yeah, whatever those things are, like something used to bother you. And then all of a sudden, you just wait, you realize three hours later, you go, Man, that just didn't bother me. Mm -hmm. Just didn't bother me. That's true personal growth because that means your state of who you are, your state of being has changed. Not a temporary high that happiness gives you or a conditioned happiness. It's changed. That's what you can derive from these lessons that life is giving you is the opportunity to change your entire state of being. Then the depth of your experience change and your entire life changes. Hey, if you like this episode of Business Meets Spirituality, make sure to subscribe to this podcast before you go so you don't miss future episodes. Or visit our website, adamhergenrother.com. 
that's H-E-R-G-E-N-R-O-T-H-E-R, to subscribe to our show wherever you listen to your podcast. And don't forget, never give up on joy.